0: You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. This podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, telling Oklahoma stories through its people since 1927. Follow them online at oklahomahof.com and definitely on Instagram at oklahomahof. Let's get into today's episode. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Michael and here, your host back with another episode up at Southern Hills today, home of, I guess now, five PJ Championships and a bunch of other awesome trophies. Um, had a nice little tour from my guest today. I really appreciate that. But... Uh, reagan kingsley's on the podcast i did say that right didn't you I? did yes okay because i butchered people's names in the past um but yeah man thanks so much for having me excited to share about i mean just the experience that you've had uh for the week for the pga championship but and you know everything before that and after and obviously talk a little bit about yourself as well not just all about tiger woods and some of the pros that were recently in town and the Goodyear blimp that was over us <laughs> for a week which is still mad to think about a blimp being here But, um, before we talk about all that stuff, tell me a little bit of kind of about you, like where'd you grow up? How'd you get into golf? And, you know, and then we'll kind of like navigate ending up, you know, I know you've been here two years, but let's add some context first.
1: Definitely. So yeah, catch me if I'm jumping around too much, but, uh, grew up here in Tulsa, Mm -hmm. uh, went to ORU for my undergraduate degree in marketing and then grew up at Lincoln Christian School for all of my elementary and high school education. So Decided to make the move over to ORU. Got my degree in marketing. uh, Worked for a local car shop for two years. And then found the job on Indeed here at Southern Hills. And I knew, I was thankful and blessed and fortunate enough to know a member. And ran it by him, got a recommendation letter. He told me what the job entailed. And then next thing I knew, I became the marketing and communications
0: director here at Southern Hills. Well, I mean, I'm in marketing. I I did a marketing degree as well. And, like, I can't think of anything better than, like... (laughs) Being here, being from Tulsa, growing up here, I have a couple of friends, actually. A friend of mine, which you'll meet tonight, um, he is assistant at OIU, okay. uh, and he went, I think, to Lincoln. He, went, he, went, he grew up in Broken Arrow. Okay. So we'll meet him tonight. Definitely. His name's Tim Broughton. Yeah. Um, so I, I know Tim well. Yeah, Tim's coming to the event tonight. Awesome. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's really cool that just this job showed up, and mm. you're like, you know what? Why not? Like, right could be worse right what's
1: the worst they're gonna say yeah. no and right. i go back to the job that i was happy with and yeah my boss when i told him i was leaving uh he he was sad he was sad to see me go but he's like i mean i can't tell you not to like right. it's, it's southern hills country club yeah. i'd step foot on this property one time mine before working here and yeah. it was for a, a birthday dinner and there's just something something about southern Hills every time you pull in the gates I've yeah. been here two and a half years now and it's still the same feeling mm-hmm. when security gives you the wave and says hello when you pull in right coming up the magnificent
0: drive so that's uh, the driveways a lot longer than I expected right because mm-hmm. some golf clubs you pull in and it's like it's a hundred yards maybe or 250 miles right. but then you pull in here and you're like it's probably a mile long. Yeah, it's great because like to the trees point.
1: are old. I mean, you get to see the golf course. You mm. see the, the driving range, the clock tower when you make the yeah. bend. I mean, it's it's an experience just kind of the drive. The
0: most, the most photographed clock tower now in golf, isn't yeah. it? After that, that's GGA. a fact. <laughs> like, happy to wear it. Happy to wear it. It's a great logo too. Yes. Uh, so, getting so before you get here, then was was like golf in your life before that? Or was it always kind of just marketing, and like we'll see how life goes. And I mean, what was the general idea when you? Or in school and graduating. Right. So golf was never the focus for me, but mm-hmm. it always been
1: part of my life. Um, my oldest brother got, was interested in golf. Me and my the brother I'm closest to yeah. in age, uh, we were both football and baseball. But our oldest brother wanted to try out this thing called the first tee of Tulsa in 2002. Mm-hmm. So me and my other brother decided we'd sign up okay. with him. So uh, our parents signed us up for the first tee in 2002 and 2003. So I first learned how to... Play Mm -hmm. golf there Uh, and then didn't really play a whole lot, played a little in high school, just going out with my friends. Yeah, Uh, when I went to ORU, I ended up living on the golf floor, Uh, just happenstance, Mm -hmm. purely coincidence, and it turned out has worked out great in my favor.
0: Yeah, and their golf facility is amazing.
1: Yes, so. Learn, learn the game with them. Played a lot in college, just uh-huh. joking around with the golf guys. Uh, they became my friends. It was more so like golf was never the focus, though. Yeah, it was just there. And, uh, yeah, help help me learn the game. But,
0: so, so when the job comes up here, then you obviously, obviously growing up here, you know what Southern Hills and you, you know, it's hosted events and you know exactly like, the I guess the gravity of the golf club and the size of the club. Correct. So that was a draw, obviously. For sure. Um, but it's it's funny that like you come here without like you know like some golf fans would have been like yes like no brainer i'm going there but it, it it's great that you know i love the fact that you came here from not a golf perspective but you still understand the gravity of how big and right. the, the representation this club has in Tulsa definitely and i think that's why um i've been a great fit for the position mm-hmm. because
1: i've played yeah. less golf working at southern hills in the last two and a half years than i played the six years prior yeah. i mean i played a lot more in college in the two years I was in the car business cuz when you're in the car business you're sponsoring every golf charity tournament every Monday is a golf charity tournament so now that I'm here uh we didn't get a whole lot of employee golf Mm -hmm. uh obviously leading up to the PGA championship they allow all employees to play uh most Mondays Mm -hmm. on a normal year when the weather is good and Russ and his crew aren't out uh fixing repairing things but yeah golf it's, it's not the focus. Yeah. It's the Marketing was definitely the focus. And I think that's why I've been a good fit for the job because right. I know golf. I've, I have a huge passion for the game, watching the game. But like, marketing is my focus. Yeah,
0: and when you're going into selling, marketing a club like this, the scale of this... You know you're like you said you understand golf which gives you all of the best kind of you know the best thing in, in your arsenal i guess rather than somebody who is knows everything about golf but nothing of how to communicate it to the masses exactly. and the people who don't play golf as right. well so that's a great fit Definitely. um so two years uh obviously you knew that when you got the job you knew that PGA was coming here yeah. correct I knew it was coming in 2030 Yeah. so when I applied
1: we knew that 2021 was on the horizon and yeah. it's was like great that's going to be a great warm up for 2030 I hope I can stay in the position long enough right. to to experience a major championship yeah. here in Tulsa but other like God had bigger plans and yeah. uh, you know the everything went down and January 6th I mean that's how we got the tournament here. Yeah. Uh, pretty much the next day, uh, my GM was on the phone with the PGA with our corporate sponsors, uh-huh. uh, getting commitments just in case the PGA decided to move the championship. Right. And then she's nuts.
0: So right. Like how fast that happens. But three days later, they yeah.
1: they pulled the championship from uh, Bedminster, uh-huh. and then they were searching, but. We, we had already yeah. told them what our verbal commitment was for corporate hospitality, and it just made sense. We had right. the staff here
0: mm-hmm.
1: in town. We already had six full-time staff members, which I was just talking to three of them before I came over here. Yeah. They've been a part of the Southern Hills team longer than I have, and they're they're leaving town in the next couple of weeks yeah. to go to their next assignments. So it's a little weird. I mean, yeah. it, it worked out perfect. It was the perfect storm.
0: Yeah, like it's— you know that you have the infrastructure right you have you know you've hosted tournaments in the past or so the club has hosted tournaments in the past so you know it's just it's kind of plug and play isn't it it's exactly. like we have everything we just need to turn the switch on right and so. being southern hills a lot of our staff mm-hmm.
1: was they were here in '94, '95 when we hosted the Tour Championship. Yeah. They're here in 2001, 2007 for the U.S. Open, and yeah. PGA Championship. So they know what it's like to host major championships. Mm-hmm. And then obviously Russ Myers and his team. I mean, right? He's he's the best in the business when it comes to superintendents. Yeah. So we we were ready, and it yeah, showed.
0: They, it showed on television as well. Oh, for sure. Like it was so much fun to watch, and so much fun to kind of see you know, just people navigating the golf course. And I mean, we had all weathers that week, which couldn't have been better for, for golf fans. It probably sucked as a player, right. right? Like it's freezing cold one day, it's hot the next day. And then the winds, you know, there was a couple of different, what was it, Thursday, early Thursday, late Friday, right? It was like mm-hmm. the best draw, yes. I think. Uh, something like that. Uh, but tell, I guess tell me about kind of once you get that, hey, heads up, we're getting it. The process starts then. Yes, you know, as someone who's in your position with marketing, like, does it, I mean you work, You must be working. You know, till your head falls off with meetings and, and you, pretty much, yeah. That. Like you, you've been hands full since so, that
1: day. I always tell everyone January twenty sixth. That's the day the PGA announced that they were moving it to Southern Hills. Mm-hmm. Was honestly the perfect day of my adult working career. Yeah. Because I started the day, I had no idea. Well, I had an idea, but. Mm-hmm. I, it hadn't been confirmed. I started the day in a duck blind. I went hunting that morning. <laughs> and uh, Brilliant. Uh, sitting with a couple of my buddies from work, uh, we're on this guided hunt. I get a phone call from my boss. Mm-hmm. It's like nine thirty, nine forty-five in the morning. He knew I was going hunting. Yeah. Uh, he's like, I look down, see Nick orcas light up on my phone. I was like, well, I have to answer this. Thankfully, we didn't have any birds overhead. Yeah. I was like, hey, Nick, what's up? He's like, Hey, I know you're hunting. You need to come to the office, <laughs> and <laughs> need to pack up stuff. And, and I was like, "All right, I'll be there in an hour." Uh, and I knew he didn't have to tell me what right. it was. I knew exactly mm-hmm. what the call was about. I could hear the excitement in his voice. Yeah. Uh, so I packed up my gun right then. Started. I had to walk like a, over a quarter mile back to the truck. My buddies got a good picture of me walking away. Yeah. <laughs> they knew where I this was is going the day to. We lost him to the yeah. golf course. Yeah. So I walk into the office an hour later, still in my camo, mm-hmm. and go straight to Nick's office. He's like, "Close the door." He's like, "If you tell anyone this before three thirty, when an announcement's made, yeah. you're fired." <laughs> it's like we got the PGA yes, Championship. <laughs> so I'm like, still camo on my face, got my duck hat on. He's like, "We need to get a." Yeah. Press release, ready And we need drone footage, all the pictures you've taken, mm-hmm. all of our archives. We need to get this to the media for, okay. for this announcement. So I spent, I got to the office around 10.30, 10.45, and then it was about three o'clock when i had everything lined up i had all the emails ready to send as soon as the pga made the announcement to all the local news networks right. espn golf digest uh tulsa world i mean we had nick yeah. had the full list and we hadn't had it ready to send and as soon as we saw the first i mean i'm watching twitter like everyone yeah. else i'm just refreshing because that's where the pga was going to post it yeah and as soon as we saw the tweet i started hitting send and the phone calls started coming because I was yeah. sitting in Nick's desk and he was on the couch in his office. Yeah, he was answering the phone. I was replying to his emails, and I don't think we left until about six thirty that night. just yeah. answering
0: phone calls, scheduling interviews. It was the full the full shebang because right. the buzz is there. Then right, there. people know, and it's you know it's definite, and you know they want an answer. They want a release. They want they want something to give. Exactly. Followers, listeners, whatever it is, right? They, right. they need something. Yeah. So. We were fortunate we had Andy Johnson. He has a podcast
1: as well. Friday. <laughs> Friday, right? yeah. Uh, he had come out and done pictures of the restoration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think they, his
0: YouTube video of the
1: golf course was amazing, yes. right? Yes. And the PG yeah. actually used that yeah. during the championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it worked out great. Yeah. And it was so cool getting to talk to all the media, not just local, but national. Right. Uh, messaging Bob Herrig on Twitter. I mean... All all the the golf guys that every yeah. golf Twitter follower has. So good. Follow good and bad, yeah. I guess. Exactly.
0: <laughs> right? Like, I'm
1: sure the yeah, uh, club pro guy uh, didn't slide in the DMs oh, of Southern. Exactly. Hospitality.
0: would love that. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Uh, For people listening who don't understand golf, you probably wouldn't get that one. But, I mean, just think of someone who's just, I don't know, he's a comedian. Let's just say that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's so cool to be on that side of it because a lot of guys, you know, would be on the pro shop side right or the assistant side or, or a lot and a lot of golfers would think that exactly it would be the side but it's just fun to kind of you know I, I can't wait to break down like how it goes from there and you know i mean when do i mean we're in the back window we're looking out of now you know there's still break people are breaking stuff down like you're still right uh, still here and it's still present right mm-hmm. and then it will be probably for a few more months but when does it start to, like, people start showing up on site and, you know, practice rounds and vendors and, like, right. you know, what, what was that like?
1: So, I mean, the good thing is we mm-hmm. had the the, P, the senior PGA as a warm-up mm-hmm. event, uh, obviously not mm-hmm. nearly the scale. Right. I think the busiest day during the senior was 10,000 spectators, mm-hmm. and we averaged 45,000 spectators a day during the, the PGA yeah. championship this year, so completely different scale. But the fun really started in February of 22, um, it, was a sle- it was sleeting the day that all of the arena yeah. staff showed up. They started building the Club 1916 tent, which wow. was the, the second largest uh, yeah. tent on property aside from the merchandise shop. They were out there. There was about 25 of them laying footings in sleet. And, I mean, it was 20 degrees in Oklahoma. Miserable. Just miserable. Oh, yeah. I've, I've drone shot, I guess. Yeah, send great. You, of that. <laughs> yeah. And they're just out there working away. Jeez. And, it did not stop. And we went from about 20, 25 guys in middle of February to mm-hmm. by middle of March, we had 150, 200 uh, contract labor guys building. I think Brian said in an interview we had over 55 structures that were yeah. temporarily put up for the championship. So it was about a three-month process to set it up. Yeah, And then the, the PGLB off-site with all the structures by July 31st mm-hmm. and they're there's on schedule right now yeah. for that deadline so three months to set up two months to tear
0: down well, and people don't think of like I mean just the fencing that's out there right you know and you know and the siding and the heating and air and and the loos and all of the stuff exactly. that like you don't think of there's hundreds and maybe thousands of those items around mm-hmm. on the property, isn't it? And they've all got to come in and out right. of a gate somewhere.
1: The PGA had over 20 miles of fencing that was put up. Wow. And they have interns, which one of my cousins signed up to be a, a PGA intern. They're called Swampers. Uh, it's yeah. always been the term for them. Nice. But they, they put windscreening on all 20 miles of uh-huh. fencing, just windscreen and zip ties. They used over 60,000 zip ties. Walking the property, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's like those, those little things like that that, that yeah. you don't even think about, but it makes the experience so much mm-hmm. better for the people attending and the players. I mean, yeah. the players coming up the drive and seeing that fencing on either side with the big right. oak trees, yeah. I mean, it's part of the experience.
0: Yeah, it is. And, and when we came in, I came up Friday and um, we had to wait because Cam Smith was driving past us, and I was kind of shocked to see him driving. Actually, I thought his caddy might have driven in, but he was just driving in in this Cadillac or whatever, just coming past. I was like, oh, that's That's a mullet that's Cam Smith. It's just kind of
1: funny. That was the weirdest thing for me, too. I mean, I'm a huge fan of the game of golf. I follow the tour. I guess it's two words now. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I follow that pretty religiously, but... Getting to meet a bunch of the players as they came in before mm-hmm. the championship for practice rounds yeah. and even during the championship, they're just like us, right. but they're just really good at what they do, and they get to play mm-hmm. it professionally. Yeah, and they make a lot of money doing it.
0: What What was like? I guess when I mean when people show up like that, even before you know for their practice round before championship week, what is kind of like your role when they show up? Are you involved? Like, do you like what is that like? So the PGA <laughs> and Kerry Cosby are. Uh, yeah. head golf professional they handle
1: all of that mm-hmm. so the pga will get in contact with the agent yeah. of whoever's wanting to play pga will schedule that with carrie so i didn't have much involvement sure. but as far as the club goes we want to archive we want to document yeah and yeah, yeah. our members love seeing that stuff as the marketing and communications director of the club I uh being a private club, we don't advertise to the general public. Right. So if you, Instagram accounts private, right. Instagram's yeah. private, Twitter's private. We have yeah. a Facebook page, but member only. it's a member only. Yeah. Um, all of that is because of our tax status. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't get to post that stuff for the general public, but the members love seeing it. Yeah. So, who is the fir- Patrick Reed was the first guy to come in. He spent 2 days. I mean, he had one of our top caddies and mm-hmm. his own caddy. They read greens for 2 days straight. I mean, it was a job. That's they sh- so cool. He showed up at 7 o'clock, and he was on the back nine for a full eight-hour day yeah. reading greens. He would let members play through, take some selfies with them, talk to them. Yeah. But it was a job. And then next day they came out and did the front nine. Uh but I got to go out there. I mean, mm-hmm. I get to meet all these guys. I don't get to take pictures with them. Right. I mean, the yeah. kid inside me wants to course, be like, "Can yeah. I get a picture with you?" But you got to. But the rem- professionalism exactly. of your job
0: says you need to, you know, suppress the kid it, inside you. Exactly. Sadly, right. Right. Not, yeah. Yeah.
1: But just getting to meet them and welcome them to Southern Hills, right? And, uh, show what the Oklahoma hospitality mm-hmm. and just be that to these guys yeah. was really cool. Uh, so yeah, I got to take pictures of all of them. The pictures I got most, I'll send it to you so mm-hmm. you can thumbnail them through. Yeah. Was on number four green, uh, the clock towers in the background, uh-huh. and I took a picture of every player that came through early on four green, of them putting, and we did a little Instagram reel for the members that's after awesome. the fact. It was really cool. Yeah. So
0: that's to, to that to the photography point of things, like did you pick up photography just because you knew this was coming here or was photography always something that you kind of dabbled in
1: so my former job in the automotive industry I ran a social media page Mm -hmm. and took pictures of lifted trucks and jeeps yeah. uh, got to go to okay. SEMA, the car, huge car show no that way. happens every year in las vegas dude i love cars yeah we could talk about cars for an hour after this as well
0: <laughs> that's really cool
1: yeah so got to experience that yeah. um, do social media for s- some of the big brands who and was, the, auto, the automotive
0: who was the brand seeding?
1: integrity customs okay. is the local shop that i worked for yeah but all the off-road brands uh, nice. got to take pictures yeah. for them, be featured on all their pages. That's sick. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, but that's really when I first started using a camera. Mm-hmm. I mean, I we all got an Instagram in 2010, 2011, but posted yeah. there. But I didn't do anything professionally until I graduated college. Gotcha. And then... I used that to help get the job here they loved my picture I was like oh, yeah I should should try this out a little more and now I do all of the club event pictures here at the uh, Southern Hills amazing and then I'll do a little th-
0: here and there on the yeah. side still take it's, pictures it, of cars it, yeah I mean it's great to like obviously taking pictures of cars is totally different to taking pictures of people and candid at events especially and then golf events too but you know, if you take enough photos and when you do it long enough, you'll get a knack for it. And exactly. I, I think I saw a couple of photos of you. The lens you had is a pretty substantial lens, obviously, because you've got to be far away. You can't just be 10 feet off a tee box firing away the camera right. like a machine gun click. You
1: yeah. know? Like, that's a, It's a good story to circle back, so... Uh, the lens that I was using was 7200 2.8, which mm-hmm. anyone listening that knows photography knows that that's like the catch-all lens. Right. That's like the go-to of every yeah. professional photographer. Uh, and I'd been pretty much begging my boss. I was like, hey, like, if you want professional quality pictures, like, this is the lens that we need. I'd been asking for this lens yeah. for the club for about a year because it's not cheap. No, it's, glass it's what, is yeah. not cheap. Lenses are not cheap. It, it's the lens that makes or breaks a picture. Yeah. Uh, it's not the. It's not about the camera. Right. It's all about the lens, and coincidence, co- coincidentally, it was two days before Tiger showed up mm-hmm. uh, for his practice round, which made its way all Literally over the international television. <laughs> uh, um, I had rumors of somebody trying to jump the gate to see Tiger. Is that oh right? yeah. Okay. So I I bought the lens. Yeah. Two days later, Tiger shows up, which I think my boss knew Tiger was coming. They obviously aren't going to tell me because of I'm course. the communications yeah. for the club. Uh, but he let me get it, and I was the only photographer inside the gates. I mean, we had helicopter flying overhead for six holes. Every fence in the property had local yeah. media trying to get a picture of oh, Tiger gosh.
0: just playing a practice round. Isn't that crazy? Right. Like, that's probably your first experience of, like, Tiger moving the needle. Oh. Is the needle. He fly. is the like, needle. Like, right. Yeah. So just...
1: It was surreal. I mean, the club was still open to our members. So (laughs) as soon as Tiger's plane took off from his home in Florida, I mean, the Twitter Tiger TW Legion had already put Tiger's on his way to Tulsa. Uh, One of the local sports reporters, TJ Eckert, was at the airport. Waiting for Tiger's plane to land, he <laughs> literally got a picture of Tiger's plane touching down in Tulsa. I think tweeted I saw it that, that picture. Yeah. So the whole golf world knew yeah. that Tiger was here in Tulsa, which means our members also know Obviously, that he's here. Yeah. So there's a lot of video that got out. I mean, clubs open. Somebody members, sent me one. Oh yeah. I
0: posted one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. off on one. Yep. Yeah.
1: So I mean, we're we're not going to keep our members from coming here if the club's still open to them so uh i walked out i didn't want to be that guy until my boss told me i could be that guy as soon as nick said like come take some pictures of tiger i was out there yeah so i walked down number four to the the green Uh to get tiger with the clock tower and there's about 250 people just lined up on the hill all same thing cell phone out recording him Taking a horrible cell phone image or video of Tiger walking right. walking the course. Yeah. Uh, and it it was like that literally the entire day. Isn't
0: that crazy? Yeah. I'm for a practice round. Right. But and
1: everyone did a good job giving him space. Sure. Uh, they didn't follow him throughout all the holes. Mm-hmm. I mean, they stayed up by the clubhouse. Yeah. So they were respectful in that. But on number six, it's the... Closest hole to the main gate, Uh which it's also along 61st where the fence is. And that's where all the—there's people in trees. Like, you can go and see the video of, like, multiple reporters climbing the tree right there by number six green
0: just to get a picture and video of Tiger. That's crazy. That's nuts. Yeah, but I think two of the things that were two of the cool things that happened that day was that the Oklahoma PGA Junior League team was here yep. filming the exactly the same day. Right.
1: Tiger's team had no idea, yeah. and I don't think the PGA Junior League team that's knew either. So obviously they got to see it. Right. Uh, yeah. They brought in Cameron Young mm-hmm. to to film with the PGA Junior League team. Yeah. And they all got to. They were on nine green when, or they were on eighteen green when Tiger was on nine green, uh-huh. and. Uh, taking pictures from the 10T box, looking down at all of them. So cool. I mean, Cameron Young was right there next to the PGA Junior League guys watching Tiger yeah. putt. I mean, he grew up a fan, just like all of us.
0: Yeah,
1: and it's cool. I mean, and then Cameron Young went on to right. finish top ten in the PGA Championship.
0: Yeah, he played great that week. Yeah, he.
1: he yeah,
0: he... the other cool thing is obviously Carrie had professional caddied for Tiger that, right. Week, that day, right? Yeah, Which yeah, Carrie. T- was for that Tiger. requested or was he just like, I'm taking this one, guys? I think
1: it's one of those. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you just take that. Yeah. I mean, it's not every opportunity you're going to have to right. caddy for Tiger Woods That's so cool. and to have his son Banks on the bag mm-hmm. for Rob McNamara, Tiger's friend. Yeah. I mean, it was, a, it was definitely a family moment that I'm glad I got to capture. Sure, yeah. Not just for personally right. to take pictures of Tiger, but... For
0: the, for the Cosby clubs, family. Club history. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. Carrie's super pumped to that. Right. But moving forward then, we get to, I guess, championship week. Players start showing up Sunday night or Monday morning?
1: So there was, we thought that it was going to be Monday. It was going to be the busiest mm. day. But with the... Tournament. I think it was the Byron Nelson. Yeah, was the yeah. week before in Texas. Mm. So any pretty much any player that was playing in the PGA Championship that missed the cut showed up Saturday oh, for yeah. extra practice rounds. We had anticipated between fifteen to twenty players Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, uh, I think we got up to sixty players already here by Sunday for practice rounds. Yeah. So this place was in full full steam ahead Sunday. I mean the the right. grill where the the players were eating the locker room. I mean. It was it was go time come yeah. Sunday because all those players came in early
0: and then gates opened Monday
1: gates open Monday and it did not slow down ever since it's still going too because yeah. getting the club up back open back up for our members I mean right uh, we Is have a full open? golf season it's so it's now
0: it's it's been open this was it this week right. finally it opened, opened May 28th
1: okay uh, so we had five days to get everything back together yeah and then guest play
0: started this week okay. June 7th That's so so awesome. Yeah. So starting Monday, then, like, what what is your like general role? Because obviously the PJ come in, they bring everybody in, and they generally don't need too much going on. They've all they right. bring their entire army with them, don't it, they? Exactly. Um, even I spoke to the security guard this morning and he I said how was it and he goes oh i had a week i had a month off they brought their own security i mm-hmm. was hunting somewhere yeah like, well that's good for you um, which i didn't I, I mean i that's one thing you wouldn't think of right but obviously they bring in everybody what then is your role then monday through sunday like you know obviously you were to you took right. great photos but specifically i guess what would have been your role that week so
1: the practice rounds, my role was making sure we had everything lined up for the players, players, families, PGA hospitality mm-hmm. inside the clubhouse. Southern Hills was responsible for everything that happened in the clubhouse yeah. and in our member areas. So. Um, I was I was in charge of making sure all of our members had their tickets and they had all their questions answered. The way I like to explain it to people before the championship, I was the liaison between the PGA and the members of Southern Hills mm-hmm. and the members of Southern Hills and the PGA. Yeah. So if one party had questions, they came to me and I communicated that to the yeah. other. So Champ Week was honestly not bad for me. It was the weeks prior, making mm-hmm. sure all the ducks were in a row. Yeah. That was really, I mean, I'm, I'm a one-man show when it comes to the marketing and communication. Yeah. For the club, so it, it was, was a lot. like
0: actually kind of surprising, right? Right. People were like, like, "Oh, you don't have a team of like five It's like I could have used a few interns. Could have used some. some <laughs> yeah. Of, yeah. Which I'm sure it wouldn't have been hard to find interns. I right. Yeah. Like, I, I had people coming been, out of the woodwork yeah, yeah, trying to get here. That uh,
1: yeah. But, but yeah, that's so so cool. The practice rounds. I mean, all the menus, all of the anything print advertised mm-hmm. uh, that the players are going to need. Yeah. And the PGA staff, PGA hospitality, all of that working with the chef, working with our GM yeah. and our clubhouse manager, making sure they had all their signs.
0: Did I mean, that change as well? Is there a oh, yeah. the menu change and everything? There's oh, we there we had two or three off? different
1: menu changes. Yeah. Uh, we had the Champions dinner where all the past champions were invited Tuesday night. Yeah. Uh, Sadly, yep. the host was not here. Right, didn't right. have the past champion to yeah. host, but it worked out great for our chef because he got to pick the menu and he put an oh, Oklahoma nice got to give the past champions an Oklahoma menu yeah. of like, hey, this is this is all made right here in Oklahoma. Yeah, and they loved it. That's I mean, true. you could do a podcast with him just talking about that, that, that dinner. Awesome.
0: Yeah. We should remake it. I'd love to yeah, try it. Yeah, we actually have a. <laughs> it's on the we menu have, now. <laughs> we
1: have a dinner tomorrow night, Friday. Yeah. It's dine like
0: the champions for our members. Where That's he's recreating the menu for all of them. Yeah. So, yeah, that is really special. Like it's just, and it's cool to have that. Like to the for the members. I mean, I know you, you know they've given up their golf course right for quite a long period of time for all the stuff to happen and the nine holes and all of the, everything going on and to have that. And that history regardless if they've been members for previous championships or new members like that's really cool to have so i'm sure they appreciate you know you guys giving back to them and at Definitely. the end of the day it's a country club you know it's not just a place that hosts one tournament right or two or whatever it is like it's so that's super special but tell me about kind of i guess you know obviously your know, sunday saturday sunday people start showing up monday everything opens up and then you know you've got time then to use the camera and jump out and take photos exactly there's got to be something I mean we, oh. could, we, we could take you for two hours talking about just one day but there right. has to be some obviously standout moments and just you know people you meet and right you know casually walking around or inside the ropes because when 45,000 people show up and you're inside the ropes people are looking at you oh yeah I mean kids are trying to high five me sticking yeah. a flag in
1: my face trying to get me to sign like you hey, don't want me you don't, you don't want this it. signature <laughs> right It was, I think it was Monday or Tuesday when Tiger showed up Mm -hmm. and played the back nine for his practice round. I was standing there taking pictures, Mm -hmm. and the barstool golf guys are just casually walking along. I was like, oh, I see these guys guys all the time. So, I mean, I met Freddie and or Frankie and Trent and Riggs and just talking to them on the golf course. They're just as nervous as everyone else walking up to Tiger.
0: So On Twitter, they seem to have a pretty good... Like Tiger was like, what's up? Right. What's like, up, my brother? Yes. <laughs> what?
1: How does that happen? Yeah. Put that amazing. on a plaque and oh, keep that yeah. the rest like, of your
0: life. Turn that into an NFT or a clip. whatever. Yeah. You play everybody that walks into your house. Exactly. So cool. But,
1: I mean, just... It was that for seven days straight. Yeah. I mean, I was essentially the media for the the club, mm-hmm. the week of the championship. So practice rounds, and so you could go the pretty much anywhere
0: you wanted. I went anywhere. Yeah.
1: Uh, I had three different badges. Uh-huh. Uh, the PGA calls it alphabet soup. It's for the people that don't get the coveted AA badge. Okay. Uh, but I yeah. needed access yeah. to everywhere, just to inside the clubhouse at right. least. So, yeah. I got to walk in the men's grill where the players are eating, just meeting the guys. I mean, all of them super down to earth, right. not what you think they are on mm-hmm. social media and on, yeah. on TV. Uh, but yeah, yeah, the media center was our indoor tennis courts. So we have four indoor tennis courts and mm-hmm. they transformed it into this just huge compound for yeah. the media. I mean, over 150 desks, uh, 35 or 40 foot video wall where wow. they could watch watch the tournament Everything, from yeah. three different angles full kitchen i mean yeah. they had a full bar in there for them each night ice cream stocked fridges and freezers i mean they took great care of the media
0: yeah
1: and i mean and then i got to go in there too i mean i would eat with the other staff here at the club but mm-hmm. if i needed a quiet place to go and edit photos or make yeah. an instagram reel i had a desk in there that i could go nice. use too so that's kind
0: of special to yeah. have like you know your name tag and a desk and like you no, right there, next like,
1: to ESPN and Sports Illustrated, yeah. Golf Digest. I mean, they were all right, right in there. So. Yeah.
0: Is there anyone who, like, you saw that's like kind of size surprised you? Because I, what, for example, when I, when we we stood on the second tee box and watched Tiger come through, and I was surprised how tall Jordan speak is. Mm-hmm. He doesn't look very big on TV. And I was also surprised how small Victor Hovland is. However, he is very wide back. Like he hits it a long way because he's stacked. Right. But he's not very really tall. So, is there anyone like that that stands out? That you're like, hmm, like it just surprised you. I don't know, because when you see people on TV and in the NBA, and right. whatever it is, like they, you know, they don't look as big as they actually are, or the opposite. So, right, what do you mean kind of interesting stuff that pops that, up.
1: That was the weirdest thing for me. I mean, I'm six foot. Yeah, I mean, I was. They're all about my. My height. I mean, a little skinnier, a little more fit, but they—they're they're not superstars. It's right. not like you're going to an NBA game or a football game. Yeah. I mean, they're not Greek gods. They're not right? Greek gods yeah. like all those guys. They're yeah. they're just normal dudes. I mean, half of them look like they don't never lifted a weight in their life. So I wasn't too shocked by that. Yeah. I followed the PGA tour pretty closely, so I hear them talk
0: about how short Rory is yeah. and how big this guy is. <laughs> Uh, it's surprising yeah. how how far and how hard Rory hits it for his oh, size, yeah. right? Like the one thing I when we stood on two we stood on two T box for a reason because I wanted to see everyone hit driver. Mm-hmm. And you're watching Rory hit driver, and you're like, okay, I get it now. Right?
1: Like, it doesn't make sense. No, it I mean doesn't. if you know the game of golf and like yeah, it just doesn't how up. to generate and put all that much energy into uh, the golf ball at the size that these guys yeah. are. It's it's unreal.
0: So you follow Tiger's group. Every day?
1: I followed Tiger's group, yeah, the three of the four days that he was here, just watching the crowds go through. I was taking more pictures of the people Mm -hmm. watching Tiger than I, one, like, I had inside the ropes, but I I knew the spots that I needed to get pictures from, just Uh based on background and uh, location on the course. So I would go outside the ropes to go to the next location. I had to walk sometimes the entire length of a fairway, mm-hmm. two or three holes in front of Tiger just to get, get inside shot. the rope. Yeah. Because it was at least five to seven people deep. not crazy? Two holes in advance of it's, waiting we, for yeah, Tiger. We,
0: sat on, we stood on the right of two tee box for an hour and 30 minutes to watch him come through. Mm-hmm. And we were like still three rows from the front. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I was tall, I'm tall as well, like you, so I can actually, you know, it, that helped. But, yeah, it's i mean people go their lives not watching wanting to see tiger hit a golf shot right mm-hmm. and then somehow he sprays one into the woods and it's right in front of you exactly you and know, i, was, I was right
1: there so it was me and the Michelob guy standing yeah. right there <laughs> they somehow became that famous got a for, contract now, yeah. right? got a and contract tj's
0: in that photo do you yep. notice that and he
1: tj is one of the only That's other so people funny. not with a phone in front of he's his face he's not he,
0: he's like I don't know. He's probably pretty pissed off that he didn't get that, uh, right. that ultra, I of ultra deal. That's right. He should have been holding but the $18 that beer that in his can. hand. Oh, so good. I saw he, he the nickel of I was like, at the recent tournament, dressed exactly the same way. And now that's his brand. Yep. You know? What a hero. You're going to love social media
1: for that. So that guy, uh, that uh, that shot was on number one. Yeah. It was in the right rough. Uh, actually hit a fan so tiger walks up gives yeah. the guy a assigned glove which is traditional in golf sure. and tj and i stopped and talked to the guy who got hit it was like hey can we get a picture and he's like i'm about to pass out but yes <laughs> he has this huge knot i mean yeah. it was already the size of like a softball on the end of, of his the elbow on his well. end of his elbow oh, just a like straight bone hit. yeah but he was smiling with his <laughs> I signed Tiger glove. <laughs> I, I don't think there's a single person yeah. or a single golf fan who right. grew up watching Tiger oh, yeah. that wouldn't take a golf ball to the elbow by Tiger for a signed glove. Right, like yeah. we all would have there been was a in queue his shoes. Of people. Yeah,
0: right. yeah. <laughs> like, and I mean, to that point, like the talking of like just the people and the fans. Like the fans were great the whole time. I, I mean, the time I was here, and I did see someone getting wheeled out on a stretcher because it was too hot, and there was a kind of older lady. um, but obviously, like, we know everyone made way, and they're coming through ambulance chair, whatever it's called, it. And mm-hmm. she was on auction. But, I mean, you kind of expect that when you're you right. know, 95 degrees out here and it's walking around and there's not much, you know, else to do other than sit in the sun. Right. Right? Like you're gonna you just out. have a
1: grounds ticket. You don't have yeah. a covered place to go and get out of the heat. Yeah. You're just here to watch golf.
0: But for the most part, it seemed like a really cool experience. Um Players seemed to obviously have a great time. They've, I mean, I didn't hear of anything bad.
1: Pretty much unanimous across the board yeah.
0: that it was phenomenal
1: from the hospitality to the course yeah. to the city of Tulsa. I mean, it could not have gone better. Right, and then the day after we had three inches of rain,
0: It yeah. absolutely emptied down, didn't it? Not <laughs> a single <laughs> rain delay
1: during the championship, and then yeah, it all poured down the Monday after.
0: And it was such a good week for weather too. Like for like, I mean, for an Oklahoman, it was not for a player because it changed so much. But to see. Like, you, the last thing you want is to, as a golf club is to have people come here and destroy the golf course and shoot 25 under par. Right. Because it makes a mockery of your golf course. Exactly. And then the team and everything else. But they came here, they got different weather every day. You know, it was cold Saturday. Um, Sunday was great, obviously, and, and the wind switches. But that's it was a really cool test to see players, like, do that. What I want to know, though, is what was it like for you walking walking down that playoff to finish? Oh, my gosh. Because like, you must have followed me too all the way right. in, right? Right. Uh, The hosting club,
1: we want as many pictures of whoever's going to win as possible. Mito had a two-stroke lead going into Sunday, so my job was to get as many pictures of Mito as Mm -hmm. possible. Thankfully, I had a couple friends that I got media passes for so they could take pictures as well, and I placed them on different parts of the golf course like, hey, just in case, like I need last picture of hitting the approach shot into 18 Uh of... The last six groups, and just in case the winner's yeah. in one of those, which turned out it was. Right. Uh, but thankfully we had a playoff. But yeah, followed Mito all 18 holes, and yeah. then watched him fall apart. Oh, on, heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah, it was. I feel horrible for the guy, but yeah. he could not have handled it better. Listening to his press conference, which taking a
0: press conference. Right. These but, players yeah. don't have
1: to do press conferences. Yeah. It's by will and he he went straight to the media center and yeah. held his head high and talked about it so That's awesome yeah and followed the him off yeah like and i knew that if there was a playoff it was going to be a three-hole aggregate which uh, i love that. it
0: was so good yeah, and the it, three holes you
1: guys picked too, right the pj picked was like the perfect three exactly you, know? you get the par uh yeah the par four mm-hmm. uh 13 yeah Or no, it was par Par 5, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: And then short par 4, 17, and then the iconic finish on 18. And that's what they really wanted. They wanted to make sure the winner finished on Mm -hmm. 18. Yeah. So if they would have been tied on that three-hole aggregate, they would have kept playing 18 until there's a winner. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, Yeah. I, I knew as soon as Mito hit his ball in the water on 18 that there was going to be a playoff we didn't know if he was going to be in it or not right but i knew he was going to at least finish with a bogey yeah and we'd be tied at five under so i went immediately to 13 t i claimed my spot i knew the angle that i wanted of the guys getting there and I followed JT and Will Zalatoris
0: mm-hmm. all three holes. Yeah. Did you get a shot of JT's dad? What was that? So I, did, you, did you get a shot of his dad?
1: Uh, hugging on 18 I think, or on 17?
0: I mean, I'm just walking around. I think. Maybe. Oh yeah. yeah. So he
1: came out. I think they drove him out to yeah. 17 or 13 green, uh-huh. and then he walked and
0: nice. got to 17 green, and then yeah. walked up. That's awesome. Yeah. So much fun. Um, finishing up because I know we're tight on time. Just, I mean, from a, from a you know, marketing perspective, not just for on the clubs, you know, for the club, but, like, for you as a marketing professional now, like, having a job in marketing and hosting a PGA Championship that millions around the world has watched, I mean, that must be really cool. It's but surreal. I, like, I've, I've it still feels been,
1: fake. Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't gotten a chance to edit all... I took over 16,000 pictures... <laughs> over the week of the championship uh, I did my yeah. best to create a ins- little Instagram reel and yeah. post as much that as possible some, yeah, great uh, but yeah I mean I still haven't had a chance to process all of it because yeah. we still have business as usual here at the do. club yeah. so it still sometimes feels fake like did that really happen like did yeah. we really have 45,000 people here at the club and the 96 of the top 100 golfers but it was it was awesome. It was an experience that I can't wait to do again whenever right. the next major championship rolls through Tulsa. Yeah, and
0: w- just what it means for the city too, and well, to stay up here. Like, right. That's that. That's part of the story, isn't it? is not it? the fact that like you are from here. Like it would be different if you were from somewhere. It's a different city, but you know you're you're part of the city's history as well. Right. And to be that involved in the PGA Championship coming here. You know, like, that's special. I think
1: that's what makes Southern Hills special. I mean, our staff, we have a long tenure. People Mm -hmm. don't leave when they're here. I mean, they take such good care of the staff. But uh, just being a part of the legacy and the tradition that Southern Hills is, like, part of our slogan is the commitment to excellence. and Knowing, like, what that means for almost 80, over 87 years now in Tulsa. Tulsa. It's it's excellence and we try to do everything that way and to be born and raised here in Tulsa and be a part of that is pretty special
0: yeah and and the fact that like so many people who weren't golfers came to the event too right Right. it's just such a broad impact on the city and the amount of money that was spent here and just I don't know it's, it's just amazing and you know can't wait to see the next one here but um, mate, I really appreciate you taking some time to share some stories for, I mean, what are we going on? almost 45 minutes now? So it does go by fast, but there's some great stories in there. A lot of insight that people wouldn't even think about, um, you know, like 60,000 zip ties, uh, <laughs> you know, and 20 miles of, of fencing tape or whatever it is like, that's I mean, astronomical numbers. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, thanks so much for, for, for coming on the podcast. For people listening, what is your Instagram so they can see some of the reels that you posted? Because they're they're pretty awesome.
1: So I've posted a lot on my personal Instagram. It's at Regan Kingsley. Mm-hmm. Um, you can give me a follow there. It's a public account. Yeah, Give me a like if you're there. Uh, hopefully over the next couple of weeks, yeah. couple of months, I'll do some recaps on the guys who visited before. Mm-hmm post some of those pictures and some of the conversations i was able to have awesome. with those players
0: yeah. so and then if you repost his work make sure you credit him like <laughs> some of people who didn't <laughs> which we have a little funny inside juggle with that so that's awesome well, but um for thank, people listening go on. i was just gonna say thank you so much for having me oh of course no brainer mate i mean just to tell the story of, of inside the ropes and and the stuff you know the experiences that you've had it's it's awesome, and people need to hear it. So maybe I'll get the chance to sit down with Carrie and ask him about Canyon for Tiger one day. Right. i have to ask him that one. Uh, and the next thing would be obviously playing out here one day with you, which would be amazing, too. Hey, I, I hope uh, I get to play out here one exactly. day. Exactly. But for people listening, I'll post Reagan's Instagram in the description, and we will catch you next episode. Cheers. This podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, telling Oklahoma stories through its people since 1927.